Welcome to r slash Am I the Butthole, where OP sets up a glitter bomb trap. Am I the butthole for setting a glitter trap to catch my mother-in-law trying to snoop? For some weird reason, my mother-in-law really wants to go into our bedroom whenever she comes over. On one occasion, I followed her as she went upstairs, and she walked past the bathroom on the main floor and up the stairs behind it. She didn't hear me, and I caught her walking straight into my bedroom and rifling through bills on my dresser. She denied snooping, even though I just watched her do it, and she said that she was going to use our bathroom because she couldn't find the other one. She walked right past the bathroom on the main floor and another one in the upstairs hallway to go to our bedroom. Since that happened, I installed a lock on our bedroom door that requires a key, as well as another one in our office slash spare bedroom. However, she still always forgets where the bathroom is and tries the bedroom and office door. This really ticks me off. My husband says that I just get annoyed at this because everything she does drives me crazy. And since we put locks on the rooms that we don't want her in, there really isn't a problem anymore. Well, over the holidays, we had my in-laws over for dinner, and before they came, I was searching for the bedroom keys. We hadn't used them in a while since we only lock the doors when my mother-in-law comes over. My husband told me that we didn't need to lock the doors since she wouldn't try to get into the rooms, and I insisted that she would because she loves to snoop. We went back and forth, and I decided to cover the doorknobs in super fine glitter to see if she tried them. I did this once before when my husband didn't believe me about the snooping to prove that she'd been in the rooms. Last time, she ignored the glitter and we didn't say anything about it, but then my husband couldn't deny that she did try to snoop. So this time, I covered the knobs in glitter, and for the office, I went a touch further and rigged a little folder of glitter above the door for the office before the in-laws came over. I left the door unlocked, and it was set up so that if you walked in the room, you would get covered in glitter. My husband goes out of his way to show his mom the main floor bathroom when they got there, and he specifically asked his parents and sister not to go upstairs. We have a baby gate, so the kids can't get upstairs either. Well, guess who had to go to the bathroom and got covered in glitter and had it all over her hands and hair? My mother-in-law completely lost it and started screaming at me, so I yelled back, and now my husband is saying that I went too far and that I'm the butthole. My mother-in-law also says that I'm the butthole, but my sister-in-law says that I didn't do anything wrong, and my mother-in-law deserved it for snooping. My father-in-law is Switzerland. Apparently, her car is ruined now too, because it's covered in glitter that she can't get cleaned up. So, am I the butthole? Well, <laughs> you know what they say. Lie about the shit, get the glitter. Okay, OP, so obviously your mother-in-law is like the really apparent problem, the really obvious problem, but fundamentally, the real problem here is that your husband doesn't respect your boundaries either. If he did, then he would support you on this, because there's absolutely no reason why your mother-in-law should be going into your bedroom. I mean, she's snooping. Clearly, obviously she's snooping. And your, your husband calls you the butthole for calling her out when she's the one doing something wrong? No, that doesn't fly. OP, I'm giving your mother-in-law 2 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your husband 3 out of 5 buttholes. You, on the other hand, get 0 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for the punishment that I gave my daughter? My husband and I have 3 kids. B, a 13-year-old girl. Paul, a 10-year-old boy. And Zoe, an 8-year-old girl. My husband grew up very privileged and has also done very well for himself and takes very good care of me and the kids. We've never wanted for anything and we've been able to afford to have help where we need it. 
I'm very appreciative of everything my husband has done for us, and I've always made sure to let my kids know that they're very lucky and very spoiled. I've tried to always instill in them that we should always take care of people where we can and always pay people properly for services they provide for us. I've always had my kids pack up clothes or things they've outgrown, and we donate them to those that need them more. I thought I was doing a good thing and teaching them to have empathy and understanding of just how lucky we are. Well, I guess that I failed as a mother. I came home early a few days ago and walked into the house to hear my oldest daughter screaming at our nanny. She was screaming, You're a maid, that's what we pay you for, to clean up after our family, so do your job. I've never heard my children speak like this to anybody, and I saw red. I was calm in front of my daughter and I sent her to her room. I took away her electronics and I told her that I would speak to her when her dad comes home. Our nanny was in tears, so I sat with her to get her side of the story and helped her calm down. All she did was ask our daughter to put her dirty clothes in the hamper so she could start the laundry. This woman has helped me with all of my kids. She's literally been a rock for me and my family for 13 years. I love her and I see her as family, and I'm still upset over how she was treated. I gave her a couple of paid days off to decompress and let her go home. My husband and I decided that, as far as punishment goes for our daughter, we're going to keep her electronics. She'll spend her weekends volunteering at the youth center for underprivileged kids. She has to write a full apology letter to our nanny, and she must take care of herself and her own chores. My husband and I sat down with her and explained all of this to her. I also told her that she doesn't pay anybody for anything. She has no money of her own aside from what she saved from birthdays and allowance and that having people in our home to help us is a privilege, not a right. Until she can understand this, I expect her to take full care of herself and not accept any help from the people her father pays to give us an easier life. Meaning she has to do her own laundry, keep her room clean, and take full care of her puppy. None of this is up for debate, and her father and I will talk in four weeks to see if we think that she understands our point by then. Of course, she went running to my mother-in-law. My husband's entire side of the family says that we're completely out of order and that we're ruining our daughter. My family says the opposite. Have I really gone too far? Nah, OP, you are definitely not the butthole here. Basically, you're what? You're grounding her for a month, you're making her do her own chores, and you're making her give up her weekends to go help other people? How is that going too far? So, the grounding for one month, honestly, that's pretty standard. Making her do her own chores? How is that ruining her? Most teenagers do their own chores. Like, you think most 13-year-old girls have a nanny who do all their chores and take care of their puppy? Like, what? Honestly, OP, it's clear that your daughter is getting pretty spoiled, and you really need to curb this behavior. If you don't, then your daughter could grow up to be a really terrible person. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your daughter, let's say 2.5 out of 5 buttholes. What she did was honestly pretty bad, but at the same time she's like 13 and she's trying to like figure out who she is and she's testing her like the limits of her authority. So I kind of want to give her like a little bit of a pass just because who doesn't do stupid stuff when you're 13 years old, right? But still, yelling at a maid is pretty bad. Am I the butthole for not saving dinner for my girlfriend and causing her to go to bed hungry? I'm a 28 year old guy and I've been with my girlfriend who's 29 for 14 months. We're struggling with money issues right now, with me being the sole income earner. My girlfriend used to eat a lot of restaurant food, but ever since she lost her job, she couldn't do it anymore. I cook twice a week and keep leftovers for busy days, since my job is physically demanding and time-consuming. 
My girlfriend eats my cooking, but she hates eating leftovers. In the past, she would eat out whenever I eat leftovers, but now, since money is tight, eating out is no longer affordable. My girlfriend hates that, and she's lost weight, since she'd rather go hungry than eat leftovers. I don't know why she feels so strongly about it. Last night, I came home late from work and started reheating leftovers for dinner. My girlfriend came into the kitchen asking if I was cooking, but I said no since I already had leftovers ready to eat. She got upset and said that we should really limit eating leftovers and just leave this type of food for hobos and broke college students, and I just shrugged it off and she left the kitchen in a hurry. She came back after I got done eating, looked at me, and asked where her dinner plate was. I said I didn't save her any food because I assumed that since it's leftovers, then she wouldn't want to eat it. She had a full-on tantrum about how selfish and inconsiderate I was not to save her some food and that she would be going to bed hungry because of me assuming stuff. I had an argument with her where I said that she was acting childish, and she looked shocked that I spoke to her this way, and she yelled that I did this deliberately to prove a point. She said that I should have cooked in the first place so she could avoid having to eat leftovers, but now even leftovers are gone and she's hungry. She ended up going to bed hungry, and she's been giving me the cold shoulders for hours because of it. Wait, hold on. I'm confused, OP. What's, like, huh. What's stopping your girlfriend from just cooking her own meals? Based on the story that you're telling, you've been out working all day, and you came home late from work, and then you immediately start cooking, and your girlfriend's been doing what exactly? And don't get me wrong, I'm not, this isn't some like gender thing. I'm not saying that OP as the man has to go out and work and she as the woman has to stay home and cook. This would be true if like the genders were reversed. If the girl went out and worked all day and the guy was staying at home doing who knows what, then yeah, I think it's pretty reasonable to assume that the person who stays home and is doing nothing all day should probably handle dinner, right? Is that, is that not fair? Is that not reasonable? And like, Opie's not talking about what she's doing at home. He didn't say they have a kid. He didn't say that she's looking for a job. So what, does she just sit around and watch Netflix for eight hours while Opie just works and makes money for both of them? Why can't she cook? Like, what's the problem? Okay, so down in the comments, I'm looking and someone asks, like, what's the situation? Is she employed? Is she home all day? And Opie replies, no, she's not home all day. She hangs out with her family and friends. And to answer why she doesn't cook, cooking requires ingredients, and I have a specific budget for groceries, which is why I cook only two times a week. Yeah, but like, OP, that has nothing to do with why she can't cook. And she's out hanging out with her friends and family for eight hours while you're working, and then you come home and she has the audacity to complain about you- Oh my god, okay. I'd also like to point out, last but not least, that while you were eating dinner, she left to do something else, and she couldn't even be bothered to share a meal with you. She hasn't seen you all day, and she's not, at the very least, gonna sit at the table while you eat and just ask how your day was. You know, like, just be a normal partner in a relationship? This is, honestly, this is just bizarre, OP. Your girlfriend sounds like a terrible girlfriend. In my opinion, keep the leftovers, ditch the girlfriend. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your girlfriend 3 out of 5 buttholes. Super entitled. And like, it bothers me that she says, Oh, well, leftovers are for hobos and broke college students. But it's like, lady, you're practically broke yourself. Who's above leftovers? Everyone likes leftovers. 
I'm recording this in December and we just had Thanksgiving and all those like big, huge, like December Christmas meals. And one of the best things about Thanksgiving is having all those delicious leftovers just sitting in the fridge. You can go get them whenever you want. So I am completely not on board with this girl and her hate of leftovers. That's just crazy. Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. We all shop online, every single one of us. So you all know what I'm talking about when I say there's that little promo code field taunting you at checkout. Don't you just hate to leave it empty? Well, with Honey, you never have to leave it empty. Honey is a free browser extension that automatically applies the best promo codes to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores and has saved over $2 billion for users. When I recently purchased a new mouse for my computer, Honey saved me a few bucks, and it cost me nothing. Basically, when you're shopping online, all you have to do is click the Apply Coupons button, and Honey will automatically search for the best coupons and apply them to your order. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash r slash. That's joinhoney.com slash r slash. Am I the butthole for calling my husband ridiculous and refusing to take the list of expectations he gave me for his birthday month? My husband is turning 30 next month. It is clearly a big deal for him, and he wanted to rightfully be pampered and feel special on this occasion. But the thing is, he came up with this list and called it birthday month expectations. I didn't know what he meant by that until he started reading the list out loud, which consists of things that he expects from me throughout the entire month. To give a few examples. 1. He is not to be asked to do any types of chores or clean or cook for the entire month. 2. He gets to play on his Xbox for hours on end without me interrupting or nagging him about it. 3. He is not to pay his part of the rent this month. 4. He gets to go out with his friends whenever he wants. 5. He gets to skip any given workday and sleep in without being bothered to wake up or drive her son to school or do any emergency fixes. In other words, he wants a month-long vacation from his responsibilities as a partner and as a father. I said, are you being serious right now? And he made a face and said, oh, no worries, this will only last a month. I called him ridiculous and said, absolutely not, I don't agree to anything on this list. And I said that his expectations for his birthday month were way out of line. Now, I have to mention that we both work, but on top of that, I do the majority of household chores and the majority of our son's care, as well as the majority of the rent, bills, and internet payments. I can't afford to do what he's expecting me to do because we're struggling already and I need his help, especially now. I do not need for him to make demands. He pitched a fit, giving me grief about how I'm being selfish towards his once and that, in my place, he would have agreed to do all that he could to make my birthday month the happiest month of the year for me. I argued that a birthday month is unheard of and just flat out ridiculous, but he said that I don't understand because his parents did this for him for years and so did his friends. He never told me about that. And so, as his wife, I should be happy to do it as well, but I declined and refused to take it. And I keep arguing about it, but he hasn't stopped talking about how disappointed he was that I treat his birthday like that. He's even been avoiding being near me, making me feel like I went too far here. Am I the butthole? OP, this is really simple. What your husband is asking for here is really reasonable. For one day, not one month. 
Your husband is absolutely out of his mind here. I'm giving you zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving your husband three out of five buttholes. Am I the butthole for yelling at my mom that I hate Harry Potter and to let me live my own life? As the title suggests, my mom is a huge Harry Potter nut. She and my dad actually met in a Harry Potter IRC. It's kind of like Discord, but for old people. They met in the early aughts, got married, had kids, and from day one, decided to embarrass us for life by naming us after some Harry Potter and Star Wars characters. It's honestly been hell. I have a stupid name, and since we were little, my parents have forced stuff like Harry Potter, Star Wars, and Marvel movies down our throats. Everything's about dragons and magic and blah blah blah. I'm so sick of it. Every birthday, every holiday, everything is just organized around some fandom. So just like on every December, on the days leading up to Christmas, we have to sit down every night and watch Harry Potter movies. It is so effing boring. I can usually get away with knitting or drawing on my iPad during this, but this year my mom was like, let's just have a technology and distraction-free night every night. I arranged to go over to my friend Missy's house for like two nights. Missy's family is normal and likes things a normal amount. My mom got really mad and started talking about how it's a family tradition and how I'm basically rejecting her. And she went on this whole thing about how you wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for Harry Potter. I finally had it and just yelled, Nobody cares that you're a big name in the Harry Potter fan club. I don't like Harry Potter. I don't like Star Wars. I hate Marvel movies. They're all so boring. Please just let me have my own interests. I couldn't help it. I started crying because I was just so frustrated because everything always has to be about Harry Potter this, Star Wars that. And now that we're older, they started doing Game of Thrones. Everything is centered around some kind of movie or TV show or book series. Just once, I want my family to band around something that doesn't have to do with media or these nerdy things. We live in Utah where we have like five national parks. And even though I ask every year for my birthday, I've never even been to Arches National Park. Well, my sister called me saying that my mom was angry and to just come home and stop with the theatrics. I told her that I'm sick of having all this old nerd stuff crammed down my throat. And just once, I want to have a normal time watching normal Christmas movies and not having to pause for lightsaber battles. Am I the butthole? <laughs> I'm imagining, like, the mom and the dad discussing this fight after OP leaves the house, and the mom being like, I can't believe that my daughter isn't a Harry Potter fan. I knew that I should have cast Fetus Deletus. Also, I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm trying to imagine what OP's name is, if it's, like, a, a nerdy name, and for some... <laughs> and I don't know why, but the first name that came to my mind is Dumbledore the Explorer. <laughs> Oh man, oh, this story is so good. OP, you are not the butthole. You basically sound like just a normal teenage girl who's sick of her parents shoving things down her throat. I'm really curious because your parents have done tons and tons of like Harry Potter and Star Wars stuff with you guys, obviously. But I would love to know if they have ever done anything with you related to knitting or drawing. Because clearly those are your interests, but the fact that they have never taken you to a park, despite the fact that you've asked for five consecutive birthdays, shows to me that they probably just don't care about your interests at all, OP, which is honestly a shame. So I'm giving your parents three out of five buttholes. They sound super selfish and insufferable. As for you, Dumbledore the Explorer, I give you zero out of five buttholes. 
that was r slash am i the butthole and if you like this content be sure to follow my podcast because i put out new reddit podcast episodes every single day